Malone, welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm Lauren. And I'm Michelle. And we're so excited you stopped by for a visit. Come on in. Yeah, make yourself at home. We're two Midwestern sisters who love a good old-fashioned conversation and enjoy sharing our life experiences with one another and you. Consider this your one-stop shop for cozy, mindful well-being, along with some entertainment and lots of wheezy laughing. Oh, you bet there'll be a lot of that going around. (laughs) Our goal is to live our coziest life and inspire you to do the same because the truth is, we think it's good for your mind and your body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's get cozy. Okay, back and, again. And three, two, and one. Okay, howdy, Ooh. doody. Welcome. Welcome. Hey, I'm a little chilly down here today. I feel great. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, you're probably like running just the right temp. I have an announcement to make. Oh. <laughs> I'm not even prepared for this. It's nothing important. Got it. Except for um, the city of Chicago has asked for all dibs to be removed by Friday. They're going to clean, cl- clear out the streets? Uh-huh. And if you're not from Chicago, we... Ha- Did you know, Michelle, that it's like an unwritten... Yes. Like, I have known for for the last 20 years of driving through different parts, parts of, the of the city in the winter that dibs was the thing where you put a piece of maybe indoor furniture in a mm-hmm. parking spot in front yeah exactly you shoveled out your space That's your, goddamn it's your goddamn space and i guess mayor daly like gave it his blessing back in the day and said, since then but there are places or certain zones that will be like no dib spot like proper oh, this is a no dib zone no dib zone we're like you can't do that like i just that's the best part about our city that's, of chicago it's was, like you know mm. hot dogs and <laughs> no dip, ketchup dibs, on your hot dogs and dibs dibs <laughs> it's true though if you get ketchup on your hot dog as a chicagoan oh, you, you are, are shunned not, and you are shamed. not a chicagoan boo boo <laughs> boo all right on that note we have another announcement we want to thank one of our lovely Anchor.com mm. supporters. Michelle, who are we calling out today? Today's shout out and our newest <laughs> Anchor sponsor goes to Carolyn Barr. Thank you. And then we get lots of and applause. And then we're going to bring the applause in. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that was nice. Should I do it again? No, that was perfect. Oh, great. Michelle, you just sounded like a WWE announcer. Mm, it's after me watching, you know, Peanut Butter Falcon. I'm, I'm working on my announcer's voice. Wow, well mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, Carolyn, so much for signing up to support the Sister Project. We will tell you guys this. Michelle and I had a meeting last yesterday. We Big had meeting. our annual goals yeah. meeting, broke a lot of shit down, and we have decided that um, we want to give more to the people that support our cause Mm -hmm. and our mission and business here. So just be on the lookout in Q2. We're going to start um, sending ideas your way. We're thinking maybe some weird internet friend hangouts yeah i want to hang out we want to hang support, out like our our community like a zoom yes. cocktail party i love that idea hour. everybody bring your favorite cocktail let's just have a laugh and the other thing that we are going to do is and by the way michelle i know you're annoyed with me because we said we won't talk about this till next week it's fine because we've got some stuff out in the mail right now yes right now a little valentine yeah we got a, a valentine, valentine day in the way. mail mm-hmm. <laughs> so cute super cute super cute but we are going to need emails, and Michelle and I will collect those because we're going to do like a once a month newsletter for our supporters. Yeah, just even more ways to connect. Yes, with these folks. because it's really important to us, mm-hmm. and it means more than you know that you guys 
you know, are willing, willing to, to share some of your hard earned money with, yes, with our business. So thank you so much. If you're like, what the F are these girls talking about? You know what to do. Go to our show notes, check out anchor.com where you'll get, um, all of the details on what's going on there. So thank you, Carolyn. Thank you to all of our subscribers. You guys, the show is going to, it's a good one. It's about the Tinder swindler and some mm. Valentine's day facts. We know you did not know, <laughs> but need to know. Enjoy. What's the matter? You got a you got a hangnail. The edges of my fingers, like the tops of them, sometimes they don't get dry. They get like little. Mm. I don't know what it's called, but it's just. I don't well, know. You don't like it. No, and it's time to take this. No, I'm actually going to take this no chip off. I've been getting no chips religiously for quite some time like, now. Like like a year. Ugh, maybe more. I go to my girl, Amy. She You're going to give him a breather. She's the only person I'll let touch my digits. You are particular about your digits. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she just, they last so long with her. Two, but, three weeks. Like, yeah, that's a very a good problem. That's a good manicure. But I'm going to take off the no chip um, tomorrow and not get another no chip until I head to um, Mexico. I'm also doing something else I haven't done in, I don't know, a decade. Growing out your bush? <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, I went and got my eyebrows done. Shout out to Jamie at Uprooted Beauty Lounge oh. over in Westtown. If you need eyebrows, she's the gal. You see her. Got okay. something in your nose? I've got there? a little something in my nosey. Do you have any bats in my cave? No. Can you see from here? No. Yeah, Feels but you've like got nothing in great. there. It must have been a piece of dust that blew around. From I was here. <laughs> I was talking to Jamie about being pregnant and do women come in and get you know landscaped before the yeah. big day and she's like they yeah. certainly do but let's start with a bikini because it might with your sensitivity it might uh exactly you know because i'm looking to get it all taken off okay you want that area to be just squeaky clean for <laughs> like the um what's his name from little orphan annie got it bald as <laughs> daddy warbucks yeah. not right message received i on mean that we'll leave front. a little something left but you yeah. know what i mean i uh, no, definitely yeah, struggled with the maintenance uh when the twins surpassed i felt like the six month mark it was a all hands on deck assistance like a like to manicure whackers just just a, a helpful a helpful hand a, helpful a helping hand, hand. someone can see there yeah can't yeah, yeah that's what i'm looking for it's gonna happen and i'm good luck to you thank you no but it was what i'm gonna thank you so much <laughs> i'm gonna get a spray tan oh wow so you're gonna get all perfect you're gonna get a spray tan before for mexico oh for mexico i was oh, not delivering for my, not for i was my like birth. where wow no, don't wow, really... care less got it no for mexico and i haven't you know back in the day now you didn't do it as much as nicole and i did not andrea too tanning beds did you do it yes were you like magna brown red no but sometimes i put like the heart on my skin the sticker to nicole see how was big into that too. nicole loved the lower heart. hip yeah heart. so yeah, trashy sexy. <laughs> sexy dude they used to have tanning beds everywhere now they're nowhere to be found there's just a couple i think i know somebody Cancer. like that owns the last one yeah you know someone who owns a tanning yeah. bed last one standing God bless. Uh-huh. Well, if we know where to go if we need one. <laughs> they might have a side business going out, out there. Uh-huh. Your phone <laughs> did it, not mine, but I didn't silence mine either. Um, Lauren, I uh, completed my, my baby foot, the whole process. I have. I am a snake that has molted. And how is it going? Unbelievable. So are your feet super soft? Yeah. Super, you're pushing it with me there. But they're I mean, not Chilean moccasins. Oh, no, no, no. I need to wear a protective shoe sole at this point because they're I've shed. So raw. They No, they're just fresh. They're baby foot fresh. That's lovely. Yep. And is this just the basic baby foot bag that yeah. you shove your foot in? Yeah. And then every night I just scrubbed with a baking soda sort of mixture. 
I am excited about. Wait, what do you mean? I just scrubbed, is that what they say to do? They sent me some with my a concoction. Yes, it's very. You could use any scrub. I use a pumice wand thing at in in the shower. Not surprising. You have quite the. Your skin is smooth. <laughs> I can't wait. You know, we got um. We've been chatting with True Botanicals, mm-hmm, and I know. because they're opening up or they're they, they're entering, they're they're bringing their product into Nordstrom. Yes, they are. They, one of the last stores I actually walk into. I love Nordstrom. Yeah. It reminds me of Mom. See, yep, I go there because of Mom. I love Nordstrom. You're welcome, Nordstroms. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Mom would be like, "Let me write down my card number," or she'd have us look it up like via her social security yep. number. I'm like, this is so awkward. That was the best thing about Nordstrom. <laughs> they're happy to do it. I have I continue that tradition mm. and i still go and have them print up a receipt with my my card on and it why don't you just have the card don't know where it is golly <laughs> i bet they could send you a new one <laughs> you just love to live mom's to bring mom's traditions of life yep, alive I have a very good friend that also lives like this jackie klitschman you know who you are <laughs> well, we, <laughs> we all know who she is. we are famous for misplacing keys cards and other important objects that help you get through the day dude oh hey pardon oh, us. maybe we've got a candle pickup yep candle pickup is stoop, it out there porch Someone, pickup so someone's just gonna come to the stoop and pick it up yeah i get a text my system is order your candle yep. i'll let you know when it's ready here's a text it's ready text me when you're coming 10 minutes before and i'll pop it on the stoop i love that yeah and I've i'm, I'm loving connecting with some of these folks yeah 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 i've got some drop-offs um I've got to do in the, the city. city folk. But wait, back to True Botanicals. They have, they're they're going into Nordstrom's and they, I'm going to be trying their, Michelle, I'm so mm. excited to be trying their turmeric ginger cleansing balm, mm. their eye cream. I got that too. And then we both got the nighttime mask. The nighttime mask. Can't wait for that. I also got their cream. I'm looking, I'm cream, on the hunt like moisturizer. for a moisturizing face cream. I just do, I'm all about the oils. So I, I use their, more. what is it, Pure Radiance, um, their oil, mm-hmm. which is absolutely divine mm-hmm. that's all i need sometimes i need a little bit extra like on the forehead and that's from the hat like from wearing a hat it dries out my little top Same of my these. forehead Same um and then i got their lip gloss oh i didn't wait i missed that oh damn i love their packaging too i'm just I'm super just excited pumped pumped we'll yep. report back on mm-hmm. what we like and what we don't and whatnot oh wait i also ordered did i you say the toner. toner you got the toner i, got the toner I saw your well. order mm, you're peeking like, mm, jealous Send me my products. On that. so michelle last night Anthony and I wrapped up a Netflix documentary called The Twin The Twin No wait, The Tinder Swindler. I've not heard of this. This guy's one. a real piece of shit. So this is about one person? It's about one man and several or many women. And it sounds like families were very affected by this. So basically the gist of this is is that a man, his real name is I think it's Shaiman Hayutz. He's Israeli, but he goes by many aliases. Is Israeli a word? What? Is Israeli a word? Well, what is he then? Israeli? I don't know. I'm asking. Oh, I don't know. I just am like, is he an Israeli? Like an Israeli alien? <laughs> like, an, like, like a Chicagoan? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, did she just add that we need to, we're going to have to Or look is at he Israeli? Nope. Nope. He is not that. I'll tell you that right now. Yee. <laughs> He's Israeli, I think. Okay, cool. Well, we'll that's check. what he is. <laughs> Actually, we don't know, but we'll find I'm out not, and report don't back. Don't care, but that's we where are, he's from. He's care. from Israel. Yep. He's from Israel, okay? I think they got that. <laughs> got he's from that part of the, the globe. <laughs> and one of his aliases that he used over and over again 
was the name Simon Laviv. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Simon Laviv. The last name is the name of a diamond tycoon, a real man. He's a real person. And he was going by the whole, I'm Hang the it. son of this okay. diamond tycoon. Okay. What a scumbag. You don't even know. Because then what happens is, is he's saying that people are looking that name up. They're thinking. Sure. Okay, sure. It's so messed but up. But the thing is, he was so good at captivating and like capturing love bombing. Big love into that. Love bombing. Okay. His, his tin, what he would find these women on Tinder they would see him usually in a private jet, dressed all designer clothes, like very chic. You would think that he was a global business trotter, very, very successful. And Living wealthy. in grandma's basement? Pretty much. By Gross. the end of it, he was like in a hostel. Uh-huh. But right he where he belongs. really, right, exactly. He really, no, he belongs yeah. in prison. Yep, yep. But he really fit, you know. The, how was he, how was he getting these things? Okay. So he was doing like a Ponzi scheme, you know. Borrow from Jack, Jack pay John. Buy a jet to impress <clears throat> Jill. Basically. Got it. 100%. So he would get money. He must have like had like this kind of bankroll from women coming in. And these women like fell head over heels for him. And he would say things like this. This was his thing. Like, my enemies are coming to get me. My enemies? He right. did that a lot. If someone, so like if I kind was, of using a scare ta- tactic a little to bit of a, make these ladies yeah, so put get different them. and get credit cards taken out in their names, huge, thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of dollars worth of loans. Hmm. And we're back from Kevin's, Kevin's barking. Yep. God damn dog. A little wiener dog. I tell you. Really, bark really packs a punch. It really does. So basically, this guy would get this money, tons of money from his girlfriends. He would become girlfriend and boyfriend with them immediately and he would it would be like let's move in together let's find an apartment in Amsterdam oh my god while he's on a date in Mykonos with another girlfriend how is he, he doing this I, with social because media because you are in, you're just he is just able to do amazing it. He would while he's you know financing this in crazy trip like eating caviar paying for all the bills at clubs like thousands this and thousands This is so fucked up Oh it's beyond he would be then, while he's living that high, the high life that way, he would then be texting, WhatsApping his other lovers and girlfriends saying, like, my enemies are coming to get me. I had to close down my credit cards. He's making himself sound like he is this, like, world-renowned. Like, what enemies? What? And always use the word enemies. Then he has this bodyguard, Peter. And Peter, he sends a photo to one of the girlfriends like help oh my god peter's been hurt my enemies tried to get us and peter's this big like i don't know yeah. maybe does peter know that he's yeah i working? think he's in on it got it okay and he would use this photo of peter in the ambulance being taken care of by the medics and send the same photo to different girlfriends saying wow. like my enemies are catching up with us we need fifty thousand dollars to get from here to there what the fu- and who were these fucking women I know, that were but passing along they were but massive m- amounts lots. of money as well they thought they were helping him they were in love it's just a big I- old mess it's sad it's fucked up it's sad and it's because like he's they, a he they, ruined I'm lives. sure they regret Oh, these women are in thousands and thousands. Mm-hmm, want of some, most of them, hundred over a mm-hmm. hundred thousand dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. So that could ruin a life. That that really could really restart. I mean, that that puts you in a pickle, big pickle. Yeah. So these women now are. So it came about like in the documentary. You should watch it. And I mean, it's really good to watch. And I mean, yeah, I'm giving away some stuff, but you know, pause it, here. It's not good. Forward. Yeah, it's not good. But these women now, they they start to find out who's who and who he, is being taken advantage by him, and they 
they kind of gather together and then they start sharing their story to the newspaper. They're doing like this like serial bad guy version of Bambus, but they're like kind they're of like the Bambus, ba- the those Bambus girls, girls. That, yeah, whose yep. boyfriend were cheating on them, mm-hmm. so they all dumped him and got a bus together mm-hmm. and traveled the globe. Yeah, these guys are doing this, but different. But these women are doing something similar. They're outing him. They're like, stay away from this man if you see him on Tinder. Don't go near him. So at this point, there haven't been like laws broken that they are. He's like he having to go has to court. Broken, for. Well, he spent five months. I think he had a fifteen-month sentence in an Israeli prison. He spent five months from swindling a woman who got him in jail, walked out on like good behavior, mm-hmm. or did some program in jail, mm-hmm. and he is now a free man. He's a free man, and he has an Instagram account with 20-something fo- something thousand followers. He is banned from the Tinder app. None of his aliases. He is never again able to use that app. I personally think he should be banned from any social media platform where he can take advantage mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. or anybody. Yeah, there should be some sort of... like. Let's like, dr- like global agreement, agreement that yeah, when, like if he's swindling women and taking using money a platform to deceive people like you get no more chances you can do this on instagram you can do this on facebook he catfished people making them feel like oh i'm this prince and you know and i'm so not prince really prince but like a diamond tycoon it, he's a nobody uh, yeah he's a nobody it's really you know you Based on our experience with what happened to our mom, you know, which was a conning, a complete, complete con taken advantage of situation. It's just a reminder that this is like can happen everywhere and in anybody. Yes. And these young women didn't have dementia. They just had hope and love Mm -hmm. and, you know, future And they fell victim of his fucked up Our mom didn't her brain wasn't functioning mm-hmm. these people are these predators are all yeah, over that's the super place scary it's so scary mm-hmm. um but I, I will be following this story yeah, yeah this is a good one he's just and now he's on instagram being like i will tell my story okay oh, well let's hear it can buddy. you not can mm-hmm. you just go to the actually hospital? quiet no one cares <laughs> actually that's not true lauren's gonna be digging deep okay, just so, to learn more no i gotta tell you this though one of his girlfriends did something that was she's my hero okay She's like, I'm going to do what he did to me, to him. I'm going to swindle him. So she's like, okay, I'll help you. Fine. Fine, I'll help you. And so she says, I'm going to meet you. And I think she meets him in Greece. She tracks him down. She meets him. And she's like, and he's like, I need money. I need money. He always needs money. And people are giving it to him. That's amazing. So she's like, listen, I can't give you any more money. But what I can do, she worked in luxury high-end retail. She's like, you have a wardrobe worth thousands, mm-hmm. tens of thousands yeah. of dollars. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And he already had taken 150 grand from her. So she says, let me help you. I, I know what all of these items are. I know the value of these Gucci suits, blah, blah, blah. Let me sell them for you. She, and he says, okay. So she packs oh, up wait. her shit, yep. his shit. Yep. He didn't even help her bring the boxes and the suitcases to the car to fly back to Amsterdam, I think, where she lived or wherever she was from. She brings all of his wardrobe back. And she starts eBaying it. And, and he's like, Where's my money? Where's my money? And she's what? like, It took him about three weeks to realize I was paying myself back and I wasn't going to okay. give him a goddamn okay. dollar. Get her. Can we get her on the show? <laughs> that is a ba- At first, I was like, You know what? Why are we like playing this game? And then as you continue to no, tell the story, she's a badass. Hell right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, two can play this game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so on the documentary, even she's like, Hi, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> 
What a badass bitch. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. She has made me, now I want to watch it. Because it's, it's so like, good. I mean, it's really, it's upsetting at the same time. You know, you don't want, and these poor women got so bullied and they said it. They're like, if we put our story out, social media is going to murder us. Up. Yeah. Who are these morons? It's like, listen, we all fuck up. I mean, that's a lot of fucking I mean, money. I'm not going to lie. I'm going towards the side where I'm like, all right, ladies. Oh, after right. After a while, Same. Like, like, I would, we need to like figure out what's going on here. If a man came to me asking me for 50 grand and uh, his enemies were after him, uh, I'm putting myself in for, witness protection. If he asked me for 50 bucks, I'd be like, take a hike, pal. <laughs> I'm like, you don't know me, buddy. Yeah, I'm changing my sweets. identity. Mm-hmm. I'm running for the So hills. check it out. Okay. The Tinder Swindler. Yeah, sounds good. He's all over good the one. news right now. Mm. Decent mm. looking guy. I can see where the attraction comes from. You know? Oh, he's like literally like the, uh, what's his name? Madoff of like, uh, you know. Sounds like it. Yeah. I mean, it's a Ponzi scheme. It's Amazing. very interesting how they do it. It's like, take enough money, pay. Now I need more. So did, I'm going to find another person. Did any of his family come out and talk? I think they got his mom on camera and his father. They don't have anything to do with him. I mean, why would you? He's a loser. Big one. Let's take a quick break. We'd love to give a shout out to our hosting platform, Anchor.com, for hosting cozy conversations with The Sister Project. Anchor.com also offers our listeners an opportunity to subscribe to our content and podcast. Or in other words, show some support for the work that we create. As you know, Cozy Convos is free to stream. However, if you're looking to support a small woman-owned business for just a couple of dollars a month, then perhaps the service is for you. There are three monthly options that you can choose from, 99 cents, 4.99, or 9.99 per month. And each option supports our small business and allows us to create more content, gain more resources, And once in a while, buy ourselves a little lunch on the old company card. (laughs) We are beyond grateful to everyone and anyone who presses play on our podcast and truly appreciate all of our subscribers on Anchor.com. To learn more about how you can support The Sister Project, head to anchor.fm forward slash cozy dash conversations or head to the link in our show notes. And now back to our cozy conversation. So I want. So speaking of love, love. Uh, yeah, speaking of love, yeah. we have Valentine's Day coming around. We the sure corner. do. And so I found some random three short random facts I thought I'd share. Okay. Because you know it's a, it's we not need ne- to know this. It's not necessarily a made up holiday. You know, I mean Hallmark and the candy company and flower company really have like profited yeah, from they it. They have, but it's real. Okay. Okay. So this is I, I this is I have in my back. mind what I think you're gonna say, but I'm curious to hear what you've discovered. Okay. Now, though, some historians believe that Valentine's Day commemorates the death of Saint Valentine on February 14th. That's the fact I've been following. Okay. Good. Okay. Well, listen, okay. you're part but, of but, that camp. Got it. Others believe that the holiday actually has its origins, and of course, here it comes a pagan fertility festival. No shit. Called Lupercalia. Well, interesting. I've, I had two thoughts. Now I have three. First of all, like it all goes back to the pagans, it seems. I mean, they're, they were here. It they ma- were making holidays and we just, we stole them. The, mm-hmm. the Catholics came in. They're like, we want your holiday and we're going to make it about our story. Hmm. So we're just going to take it. Thank so you. It makes sense, though. The pagan fertility thing kind of jiving with this Romance it, kind of thing. It works. Sure. It works. Yes. Okay. Any more thoughts? No, you said you three. there's three, but I forgot it. Okay, cool. We'll come back. Uh-huh. We will, maybe. So Lupercalia, which was celebrated on February 15th in ancient Rome. Now, the Romans knew how to party. They did. 
They, they did. What's that word? Bac- bac- bacchanalia. Bacchanalia. Dad used to use that word See, with us. Like, especially after a couple oh, of glasses like, a day go red. Oh, he was like, don't go start in a bacchanalia. I'm like, you're <laughs> such a nerd. Yeah, yeah. Hang on. I need to get Webster Dictionary. I need to revisit the death. But because he told us that word growing up, I now know why there was a club downtown downtown called Bacchus. Bacchus. Oh, and I think that was short for, short Bacchanalia, for Bacchanalia, and there was now. quite a party in there all, mm, all night. Mm, never been. Did you hit <laughs> up closed. these? Yeah, and I Did think you? Anthony got in a fight there like many moons ago. That's what happens I at think clubs. he got his nose broken. Oh. Bacchus. It's a real trash. Pl- it's gross. Did it's I ever like, tell you about the, bo- the boy in college who got a bottle slammed against his face at a oh, bar? Cool. No, that was me. That happened to me too. Yes. What happened to this guy? He broke a tooth. It was very bad. <laughs> and he had a very big fat lip and he was hiding in his bedroom. And we lived in the house across the street. And I was like, dude, let me see your face. Do we, do we need to take you to the ER? And he's like, get out of here, Michelle. <laughs> I'm never going to show you my face. And I'm like, you need to show it to me. And when I when he took the pillow away... He had the tooth was basically completely just gone down to the oh, nubbin. Throw up. His lip nope. was so swollen, mm. it was purple, you know. And when I looked at him, the only thing that came to my the forefront was an uncontrollable burst of laughter. Michelle, you asshole. And he started laughing. <laughs> But he couldn't I laugh. So bad. But he couldn't laugh because he couldn't spread his lips. So he was telling me, "Go with his lips over his teeth." The poor guy. Yeah. Anyway, I've wow! Been, I been took there, you off done, the road. Been there, done that. Oh, I was attacked by a man in a bar. That's right. Was but, this at McGee's? This was at McGee's. Yeah. It was. He uh, he grabbed me. He was assaulted it a date? me. Was it a date on Valentine's? It was day? not a date on Valentine's Day. I was out with my friends. We lived at McGee's. He. Now, I was drunk, but I do remember he grabbed my body, and then I threw my glass at him. Oh, my. I, I was, like, trying to be, like, you know, like what you see in the movies. Yeah, Bad idea. Go, honestly, I thought I can handle the situation in my own hands. Get management and have them kick him out. You know, because, yeah. like, you're going to get, it's going to be a physical alteration, which it turned into. Or an altercation. Yeah, that too. Same. You're going to have to get. You're not getting anything hemmed. No. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> All I got hemmed was like my tooth. I got a tooth Yes, job. he did. And he took a beer bottle with holding the handle and smashed it in my face. That's messed up, Warren. And then he ran out. And I remember looking at the door and the door guy opening the door. And, and I was it... really angry for a long time because I'm like, did that door guy just see what happened? And then allowed him to leave. Allow that man. But that was the dialogue I put in my brain. And over the years, I've learned to realize that I don't know what he saw. You need to let that go. Yeah. Yeah, And I did. And I have. Mm -hmm. But it took me a long time. But yeah, don't. I could see why you would be bothered by that thought, though, for a while. Of course. That's Mm -hmm. what I, that was the instant when I saw. And karma is a bitch. So that guy got what he had coming towards him. So back to Lupercalia. There we are. So we said that this was a fertility festival in ancient Rome, and it was dedicated to Faunus, the Roman god of agriculture, and Roman founders, Romulus and Remus. Ah, yes. The day was celebrated. Are you ready for this? This is my favorite part. Okay. This day was celebrated by sacrificing animals and, everyone buckle up, smacking women with animal hides. What? A practice that was believed to encourage fertility. Okay. Had I known. (laughs) Can we... (laughs) You would have tried that route. I would first. have skinned Egon oh. and been like Anthony. I'm going to bend over and spank me. So, so they were essentially spanking the the. They were spanking fertility into, into these the women, women with animal hides. With yes. animal hides, isn't that interesting? I mean, Matt, these days, I wonder what science thinks about that. Looking back, I think it's. I I do too, <laughs> but I also think it's really cool. 
Could you imagine? I hope it was good for the ladies. I mean, that's my other question. Were they imbibing? Were they having some wine and enjoying the celebration? Mm. Did they go back and Was this like kind of scary? Yeah. And then did they have sex afterwards? That that word. Orgies? Mm -hmm. Who knows? It could have been anything. Whose baby is this? And they were like, we don't care. Just have It was on Lupercalia. On Lupercalia. (laughs) Did they use lubricant to really, we don't know. And like, was someone wearing like the the horns of the animal that they just, like what did this look like? The sky's the limit with the type of ancient Rome ancient behavior we're looking at like real hardcore behavior Mm -mm. okay so that was my first little fact great tip a tidbit yeah a little tidbit right I mean who knew who knew? Who knew? I had no fucking clue about the beating with the animal hides. Me neither. So let's talk about red roses, because that's like a symbol of Valentine's mm. Day. Least favorite flower, but carry on. Which one? The rose? Yeah. I like big ass. Are those garden roses? Like the big that roses are, that like open up, not like the... The tight ones. I don't that, like the tight ones. But I think that they should open as they extend their life. I know, some roses in. really open up. Yeah, Jan Anderson, Sexy Jan's Sexy got Jan's roses. Sexy Jan's got nice roses. Yeah, she's got that real nice roses on the side Doesn't surprise me at all. And she takes, she's out there picking beetles and covering them and talking to them and doing all Taking kinds of stuff. Taking real good care yep, of them. Yep, yep. What is your favorite flower? There is something about an orchid that I orchids just think it cool. is just one of the coolest looking plants ever mm-hmm. and it they just piss me off because i can never i love when i have one but i can never get them to grow and bloom again dude i just mentioned my eyebrow girl jamie over at uprooted lounge mm-hmm. you walk in and she's got like a there's a, so a window many full of blooming orchids and reblooming orchids mm-hmm. you and, know, yeah. and then Zena. Our, our mom's caregiver Zena, she was capable of re reblooming orchids i think it takes just patience yeah good lighting good lighting and there's some other you know what flower i hate what gerbers you do freaking oh i know every time we order flowers you give me like a make sure there's no gerbers (laughs) they're horror i don't know what i hate about that from mom mom hated them too but mom loved carnations and people shit on carnations i like carnations i like carnations too i like roses but i really love like ranunculas yeah very pretty Mm -hmm. um yeah that was in my bride's bouquet was ranunculus i think that my disdain towards roses goes back to when i used to help mom when she was freelance floral design and i would have to strip the thorns and i would always be like i need to go to the hospital i think this is bad (laughs) yeah like my palm is so bad well, but at least, anyway. well, unfortunately, we have someone to blame, okay? Well, so what's... giving red roses may be an obvious romantic gesture today, but it wasn't until the late 17th century that giving flowers became a popular custom. We've talked about this on the podcast before, but as a reminder, in fact, the practice can be traced back to when King Charles II of Sweden learned the language of flowers. Meaning what? That they Meaning all that different... different flowers given on different occasions represent different, different things. things and back in like the victorian ages i forget the flower but if you gave someone a flower of a that's certain right kind, now i'm this conversation yeah. is coming back to if me if you gave someone a certain flower of a certain kind it, it represents it was like a message it was like i want to date you yes, or i like you super cool. adorable so which pair so the language of flowers pairs different flowers with specific meanings and on a trip to persia 
and subsequently introduced the tradition. Oh, I'm sorry. While on a trip to Persia, he learned about this and then introduced this tradition to Europe. There you go. So the act of giving flowers then became very popular trend, as we just mentioned, during the Victorian era, including on Valentine's Day, with red roses symbolizing deep hmm. love. So that's where that comes from, that's which is cool. kind of freaking cool. It's kind of cool. He was sort of an influencer in his own he right. Was a, he was a, you know, <laughs> King Charles of Sweden. Yeah. Hashtag flower influencer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Very cool. And then the last one, which I, there were so many tips out there, but I grabbed the top three. And this other one struck me because I love these. Conversation hearts. Like you're not the sweet candy. The hearts. The hearts. With like the, like they the put message on it. They're like, like pastel me. colors. Kiss Do you me. Like I them? love you. I fucking hate them. <laughs> but Mia is right now, every time we go to Walgreens, Um, I need to get like some body them. spray and some conversation hearts. Conversation hearts. Yeah. But that's not what we call them. Well, that's what they're called. Got it. Yeah. They're okay. called conversation hearts. But weirdly enough, the story of these hearts first began when a Boston pharmacist named Oliver Chase invented a machine that simplified the way medicinal lozenges. Is that how you say that? Lozenge. Lozenge. There That's you go. another word. This has been like a very good speech path also. Grim- Listen. You know, this no. has been a good episode for that too. We're working on some words. What was the other one I messed up? Application. Um, no, no, no. It was art- uh, <laughs> alteration Israelian. or alteration. Is an alteration in Israelian. Which... <laughs> Fucking wordles got me all messed up, man. I'm stuck on a word today. Ups- oh, I we're, got we're it. We're going to go back. Oh, did I? I did. I got it. Well, you did. I know I'm annoyed. But we'll get there so he simplified the medical lozenges used for sore throats and other illnesses the result was america's first candy making machine shut up right so because the pharmacist soon started shifting his focus from lozenges lozen how about this Be- then the pharmacist started shifting his focus from cough drops there you go to candies rolls off the tongue <laughs> he founded okay so he founded new england confectionery company or Nico, Neko, yep, N-E-C-C-O. Yep, yep. Um, and it's the two. It's the it's yeah, like the a long wafers. tube of those wafers. Yeah, and so that's how conversation hearts like found their that's way. That's so cool. I've often wondered randomly, like, how did this become a thing? What I love about everything that we do and use, and especially we've talked about this before, holiday traditions. There's like I see a it's bubble a story. A bag of bubblegum balls behind you. Those came from some dude. Yeah. Or woman, who knows where, yep. who was trying to make something but accidentally made, made bubblegum. You know else. what I mean? Like I, everything has such a cool history and story. You are so right. You know what we could do if this doesn't work out for us? We can start a different podcast and dive deep into, <laughs> into the history, the random history of shit. And that's literally everything. Like that reminds me of Bill Bryson's book, Home. Oh, his Home. book is, he's brilliant. I mean, I need to reread that book because the recall, you know, it lasts about four minutes in my brain. But that you you walk around and you're like, oh, that's why that was built or this is called this or. That's a wonderful book for a, a, to give to a new homeowner Mm. as a housewarming gift. That's a great idea. It is. And what's so cool about that book is that you can open any chapter. Like that's where I learned about um, bath, like bathhouses. So back in the day, like there's a whole chapter on bathrooms and then he talks about tubs and bath taking and he talked about how the plague would run rampant during times because people would think they need to go clean themselves to be clean mm-hmm. but instead they were just passing this the, disgusting the germs. germs to all of the people and then there's you know lice and it's he's just so mm-hmm. <laughs> thorough thorough yeah bill bryson best travel books and best home and did you read body 
No. That's another thick it's, one. Uh, it's in my pile. It is thick. What Get, are you reading right yeah, now? I'm still on Nightingale. Uh, loving it. How far are you? I'm, I'm like halfway through. Have they started going through the Don't mountains? tell me yet. No, no. Oh they not, I know I'm waiting for them oh to go God, through the mountains because you already spilled the beans on that one. Oh no, we are at the point where um, Isabel is... She is now in Paris again with her father running his bookstore and currying and sending messages, underground messages with the people that are trying to beat the Nazis. The fucking bravery. I, yep. Actually, I thought about this. If I were Isabel at that age, that's what I would have been doing. What about you? Yeah, something. I would definitely have been doing something. Something. I mean, what else would you do? Sit around? Give in to them and work for the Nazis? Okay, fair enough. But no, I I would figure, I love in all of those stories, somebody, you have a, the folks that have a skill, whatever it is, is often the thing that saved that person's life. Absolutely. You were a seamstress or you could type. Or or, saved other people's lives. Yes. Like you were using your seamstress to do something. Thing. Yes. And then you were like sending messages, hiding people somewhere there. I've been seeing a lot of news article articles come up about Anne Frank. And I don't I got to dig deeper because during lockdown at the beginning, I reread her diary and she mm-hmm. is just everyone should read her diary. Yeah. Um, she's funny. She kind of reminds me of our niece Margot, kind of like <laughs> says it the way it is, says it the way it is, a little snappy, <laughs> a little sassy. <laughs> And she, um, but some, there's this whole thing about who actually ratted on that, that family that was hiding her and her sister and father, like who really gave them up. Um, a lot of historians are digging deep into like who really told mm. on them. I've got to do a little bit more research, but I know Ugh, it's heartbreaking. That's so sad. Those stories. Oh, but ter- I can't, but it's I stories that them. people need, you Absolutely. know, we got to remember, um, Okay, so on that note, I think we're running out of time yeah, today. Yeah, Lauren, we are we're on the money with time here at the Cozy wow, Conversation. I'm always a blabbering and I mean, I, there's about, blabbering. I mean, I could go on with the three things that I'm trying to get through right now, but I feel like we should Wait, tell me at least one book you're reading. I'm still reading Colleen Hoover's. I had a little stop up with, you know, one of my friends that's kind of going through some of health course. stuff, so I like shut myself down, but Colleen Hoover's book, um Rem- remember, Reminders of Reminders him? of Him, which okay. I'm thoroughly enjoying. Perfect. What Easy else? Easy light, light reading. But my sister Nicole gave me the book by Jen Sincero called You're a Badass at Making Money. And what is it about? It's a very catchy cover. Yeah. All of her books are catchy like that. Yeah. She it talks about how she was like a, a starving creator. She was a writer. And she just was like, got to a point where she was like, this is not how I should be living. Like, I need to figure it out. I'm in the very early stages, but seems like she's doing pretty good. And she is an author and speaker. And um, I don't know, maybe I'll learn something about how how to be a badass at making money. I think you, you do, you are. And I think that when we talked to Aviva, you know, part of today's conversation was to share so much about my mm. um, experience with Aviva. And gosh, I feel like we could stop right now and just start a new one. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, yeah. so you guys listen up. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about um, kind of relationship with money and whatnot. Mm. And that has to do with Aviva Brill. And she'll actually be on the podcast soon. She's joining us next week for a sit down. But, but, but until then, stay cozy, everybody. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at The Sister Project and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy. Stay cozy.